0: Hey, you're listening to the Discography Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeremy.
1: This is episode 48. I just genuinely every time that number goes one bigger and it surprises me every time. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy, it's crazy
0: man. Like every time it's like one more. It's crazy. I don't even, I don't understand it, you know? Uh, what is this, <laughs> what is the sequential continuation numbers? What is that?
1: I mean, like, listen, I went to some college yeah, you know, but I don't understand. I don't understand sequential numbers. I went to I some
0: college it. too. I was in college for like eight years.
1: That's a long time.
0: I have. But you got your degree. I have an well, I have an associate's degree.
1: I mean, that's more than I have.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I got that two years into college. <laughs>
1: that's
0: true. <laughs> oh man.
1: Anyways, hey. Uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, we are chronologically working our way through the Deathwish Inc. discography. In every episode, we have an in-depth conversation about a particular record. So welcome. We are 48 records in of like 300-ish yep. records. Yep. I'm not exactly sure. So, you know, we're like a sixth of the way through-ish.
0: Yeah. yeah, we're doing good. We're, we're, we're doing good. It's like a, <laughs> we're going at like a medium pace.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like a medium pace. pace. Um I I will say we are almost at a year of this podcast which yeah, is wild. We're yeah. about a month out of that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um but, but yeah, uh, we're chess fans, you know. So some of this stuff you you'll hear might be a little, you know. What are you trying wrong. to say? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm man. saying you can't, you know, not everything we say is 100% right. We oh. lie about everything. Oh,
0: man, you're you're lingering. <laughs> All right, so uh th- this episode we're talking about Doom Riders LP, Black Thunder, and we got a special guest from Neon Genesis Evangelion Brainiacs. Uh, Doug, Greg, John, Charles, where am I? I fucked this all up, bud. We have Greg Harrington on from I the Neon fucking Brainiacs knew it was podcast. Greg. Greg, Greg, Greg. <laughs> hey greg uh, i couldn't gentlemen, put your, thank you so much I, for having me i couldn't put your name with your face because you don't have a camera so i forgot it immediately <laughs> and and on your camera it says neon brainiacs so i couldn't remember your name <laughs> i had something out there that works you
2: know yes yeah oh shit how are you greg um oh good thank you guys so much for having me absolutely no, thanks I'm, for coming I'm excited. on excited yeah where where are you I, uh, I am in uh, beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Have, have I don't think we played
1: Pittsburgh. We, we, played, we did. Did we play Pittsburgh? We
0: played. We played Pittsburgh the day that Baja Blast came out in bottle form, available oh, to the right. public, because our <laughs> because our uh, our bandmates forced us to stop at a gas station uh, at like one in the morning and it was like the entire gas station was cut in half by a bulletproof wall of glass that's true yep oh i know exactly where that is <laughs> yeah yeah dude it was uh it was, it was interesting
1: uh greg uh for those of you know for our listeners who don't know the neon brainiacs podcast what is it yeah, yeah uh, for so, those uh, ones neon- that
0: don't know for the listeners that don't <laughs> yes. know what neon brainiacs is
2: the masses that do not know. Neon yeah, Brainiacs is in them. 80s horror podcast that I do with uh, my friend and occasional bandmate filmmaker, Ben Deedles, where, uh, yeah, every week we just kind of pick a different movie from the 1980s and, you know, kind of goof on it, you know, say what we liked and what we didn't like. And uh, we've been doing it for uh, nearly four years at this point. So, uh, holy shit, that's right up my alley.
0: (laughs) You're like, oh, 80s horror podcast. Oh, cool. Well, I'll be listening to that.
2: Hell yeah Well
1: Greg uh, What what would you I know this is You probably don't even know But what's your like Top three favorite 80s What's the top three Of the of the movies you've covered
2: Oh I, This is very easy uh, I, I have doled out a few uh, You know 10 out of 10s But uh, I gotta give it to Halloween 3 Night of the Creeps And Killer Ooh. Clowns From Outer Space Those are two oh. Or three of Just my absolute favorites They inform so much <laughs> Of my personality Maybe too much I don't know It depends on who you ask Uh, But yeah, I love those movies so much.
1: I've seen one of those uh, probably 20 years ago. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) uh, Can you guess? Can you guess which one i see? Killer
2: Clowns from Outer
1: Space. You got it. Boom. (laughs) That
2: was going to be my recommendation earlier when you were talking Um, about uh, your trepidation towards, you know, kind of stuff that's not so campy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. uh, Killer Clowns. I'm not even joking. I first heard about it because there was a band I really liked in high school um, called Chiodos. Mm. and that movie is directed by the Chiodos brothers I want to say correct what? and there's like a yeah there's a weird tie in there it doesn't they they name themselves after that director th- or whatever I didn't know that anyways that's how I know about them interesting <laughs>
2: Yeah, those guys are actually right. pretty prolific, but uh, you know, that that's a story for for another podcast, mainly mine. That's when well, yeah. that's when we come on the your podcast. Well, All right. Well, <laughs> Greg,
0: well, Greg, what uh what made you want to I mean, before we get into it, why why did you want to come on the episode about Doom Riders Black Thunder LB?
2: Uh, well, I will say, um, you know, I've been someone that's kind of, uh, you know, been involved in hardcore for, God, I think half of my life at this point. You know, I I went to my first oh, show, yeah. uh, like my first hardcore show at 17. I uh, saw Converge on the You Fail Me tour wow. um, and just kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. With that's, with Cave in the and Me supporting. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was incredible. That's um, a first show. But yeah. I. I, you know, I I love everything Converge. I love all the side projects that they've, Mm -hmm. you know, done over the years. And this one is definitely no exception.
0: I think my first show, uh, like, I mean, I, I went to see Leonard Skinner in 2000 with my dad. But like my first show that I went to with like friends was definitely Seven Mary
2: Three. <laughs> nice. Which, which, which nice. is the Too heavy,
0: too light, too black, or too white, <laughs> too wrong, or too right. That band.
2: Nice. Uh Jeremy, man. first. I, uh, that's first a show, game. what was
1: it? Uh, well, the first concert I went to was, I think I might have said this before, was Queen when they were being fronted by Paul Rogers. Oh. Okay. Uh, but that was my first concert. I would uh-huh. say my first show. It was just some no-name local bands in my hometown. Right. Uh, the Guillotine being one of them.
0: Fuck yeah! Uh, they were not. No, 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 like no, that no. Was, That's not how you pronounce their name,
1: <laughs> Greg. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, in, in my hometown of Brunswick, Georgia, they would call uh They'd be like, "Yeah, we're the, we're the, we're the guillo- guillo- Guillotine." I guess.
0: <laughs> what's up, guy? What's up, guys? We're the Guillotine.
1: <laughs> or the guillotine. It's very Georgia. Uh, I love great. It. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It was great. Anyways, um well, I mean before again, before we get too deep into this record, Greg, when was the first time you heard of Doom Riders?
2: Ah, OK. I I made sure to, you know, dig deep into the depths of my mind to pull this story out. Uh-huh. So uh, for quite a while, probably around the time that I was like maybe a junior or senior in high school, this is probably like 2005 or so, uh, right when this record came out, I was buying a lot of AMP magazines. Nice. And Ooh, uh, I remember
1: that American Music Press.
2: Yeah. yeah, and uh, they would come with, like, the sampler CD or two, like, mm-hmm. with each issue, and mm-hmm. uh, on one of those uh, samplers was Black Thunder and, I believe, Ride or Die. There, there were two of them oh, on okay. there. Oh, okay, shit. Hell and, yeah. uh, you know, I had kind of been, uh, you know, put on to Converge in, you know, probably, like, the summer of 2004. Um, so I somehow knew that this was a Converge side project. I don't know if there was an article about them in the magazine or not, but I listened it, I was like, oh, I like sure. this a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, track, so, track down the record and, you know, the, the rest is history. So for me, I, I, this is my first time
0: ever listening to Doom Riders. And I, uh, yeah, never listened to it. But as a kid, I used to get uh, like Hit Parade magazine and Guitar World, you know, all that shit. And there was, there were, there were always Doom Rider ads in them but like hmm. in, in the back like in black and white on the shitty paper not the glossy paper pages <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, and and you know it's always like some dude with like a helmet and an axe and he's on like a war stallion and i was like <laughs> this and i was like that's that's like a fucking viking metal band or something like that's what that's what the art <laughs> that's what the art said and the name too kind of mm-hmm. um so i just yeah. I, you know i never checked it out cuz I, I thought it was just another like you know metal band which it is kind of just a heavy metal band like like straight up heavy metal like yeah um
1: but i would say the first time i heard of them was when they're they put out their last lp in like 2013 or something grand mm-hmm. blood and mm-hmm. it was like that record came out and i remember seeing the art and being like who the fuck is this right and because i was like this is just like a really like grab like really cool art for that record uh, we will be covering that at some point in the future because it did come out on Deathwish. Uh and then listening to it and going, This is not what I expected. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I had never heard of them before. I didn't know that that was what they were gonna sound like. I had
0: no idea that this uh, was a converged side project. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't know that until yeah, I started, uh, until I, Converge, until I, yeah. you know, started listening to this and doing a little bit of research and I was like, Oh fuck, okay. I didn't know it was on Deathwish, I didn't know any of that.
1: But yeah, yeah. so it's it's like they they obviously got tied to death because of Converge and mm-hmm. but like it's they've done some stuff on other labels but yeah it's just like so i had never listened to this record i'd only listened to that last record that, that they okay. put out so like this was a cool um introduction to early doom writers for me right uh I, yeah so like me and jeff pretty new this is like kind of our first listens for this album mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. um all right well let's get into a little bit of the history of the band um so they're from Boston. You know, they are a Converge side project. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they're from Boston. But uh, I have a quote here um, from their uh, uh, main vocalist, guitarist, Nate Newton, who's the guy who plays bass in Converge. Um, I got a couple quotes here. Um, he said, Chris, who is he's talking about um, Chris uh, Pupecki. I don't know how to say his last we'll name. We'll go I'm with sorry. That. that. I'm sorry, Chris. The gu- yeah, Pupecki. Guitar player or drummer? Yeah. Uh, he's talking about the guitar player. Okay. Uh, So Chris, yeah, there's two Chris's, but Chris Fupecki, he's like, Chris and I had been friends for years and had very similar music, musical taste. We always talked about playing music, music together. And I ended up having some downtime from converge around 2002, which is after Jane Doe came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they, they, so they probably did a lot of touring for Jane Doe. And then, you know, he's like, okay, I got some downtime. So we started writing songs together and that's literally like, that's, how the band started like they were just like i've got a little downtime let's fucking do this <laughs> oh yeah um and chris chris pupecki had been in a band called wormwood um but with,
0: with the other Nate, chris that's in this band yeah it's very confusing again
1: another <laughs> another uh uh long last name that's hard to say bevel aqua i want to say oh nailed uh, they it. were both in worm that was yeah, pretty thank good you, thank you say it again <laughs> <laughs> bell Bella oh you fucked it up <laughs> Believe the lack Ah shit. Bell uh lacquer? Okay. Uh um, Lightning and yeah, a bottle. Th- those- <laughs> yep. 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 Uh both of those guys were in Wormwood, but Nate, I mean, like we said, he's he's a member of Converge, but currently he's a member of Caven and he's also a member of Old Man Gloom and mm-hmm. Jesuit. Like, I mean, the dude is like multi-talented, multi-faceted player
0: jesuit like that yeah, he- seven mary three song where they're like the Jesuits same <laughs> in their tanks to my front door
2: it Bring all it comes back, back to baby. seven mary three Yep,
0: <laughs> which i guess is like 10 is that the point seven mary three i don't know i
2: don't seven plus don't three know.
0: seven mary three i don't know <laughs>
2: I've been up for far uh, too long to analyze that band name. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty,
0: I mean, the whole thing is pretty cumbersome. All right. Oh, nice. Uh, so, all, right, uh,
1: so all right, so their, all right, so their drummer, fuck. Uh, okay. Oh, I fucking got you. I fucking got you. Uh, their drummer, Chris Vella. I can't just do it. Just say Chris V, just say Chris V. Bella Vaqua, Chris Scott left the band okay. after recording this record and was replaced by J.R. Connors, who was in the band Cave-In, mm-hmm. uh, who also eventually left. So he was replaced by a guy who goes by the name Q, whose real name is uh, Michael Quartuli. Uh, and that guy played drums in a band that they, they did a lot of shows with called Clouds. Uh, but he also played in a band that we talked about very recently, Jeff, uh, called Panic. Yes. Ooh. You, yeah, so like he he's a pretty established drummer. Um but yeah, so like they have a little bit of a you know it's revolving cor- door it's,
0: with drummers. Quartouilly. There's two L's, right? Yes. Yeah, I think it's
1: Quartouilli. Okay. Well Michael Quartouyi.
0: <laughs> Michael also known or, as or just Q. Yeah,
1: just Q. Um, But yeah, so they also uh, ended up having their original bass player, uh, Jeb, which I I love that name, (laughs) Jeb. (laughs) uh, Jeb Riley, who played bass on this record, he ended up leaving, and that slowed the band down a bit, and that's why they haven't been, like, insanely active. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeb went on to do... uh, He's a full-time tattoo artist now, um, and he was eventually replaced by their front-of-house sound guy, Chris Johnson, which I think is a very, like that's a cool move to be like hey
2: I know you know these songs <laughs> let's also, bring you- also a very easy uh, easy name to pronounce
1: well, yes thanks thanks Chris for <laughs> I
0: mean things were gonna slow down anyway because I mean Q sent them all the way to the beta quadrant so that he did mm. he did. <laughs> they had to make it all the way back in the star trek reference yeah it's seven thousand it's seven thousand light years away from where they're supposed to be it's
1: a long way man that's a pretty far away maybe he like judged them as like a like you know in a weird courtroom
0: yeah he had like that foppish wig on
1: yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) all right anyway all right if you're still listening um yeah Uh, Something uh, cool about the recording of this record is apparently it was mostly recorded live. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nate said that, uh, quote, we just wanted the record to sound like we sound live. I don't like overproduced albums that lose their human feeling. Too many bands try to get a, quote, perfect production where it sounds like music played by robots. We wanted it to sound live and real.
0: You can Uh, definitely you can definitely hear that in the recording. Um, This is a band that has pauses and stops and starts, you know. Uh, there's a yeah, lot of mm-hmm. dynamics in this record and like when there are pauses or you know dropouts you can hear that like that room noise oh yeah
2: <laughs> it's awesome That's
1: true you can it's awesome no it's very cool it's like i mean the record sounds fantastic but it's like it is a you could definitely hear that it's a fucking like live recording mm-hmm. rather than a track recording
0: yeah man um, I, I don't know what i was uh, expecting well i guess we'll talk about that later i don't want to jump too far ahead
1: yeah well I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Uh, I mean, speaking of expectations, so this band like has done a lot of like uh, touring with like, not really, they toured with like Danzig. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's like a really wild thing. So like, this band's sound is like with the bands they tour with, it, it doesn't always match up. And so uh, Nate had another quote talking about the band sound. And he, he was asked, like, what do you guys sound like? And he said, I honestly have no idea. We sort of just do what we <laughs> we sort of just do what we want and let other people tag us how they please. It doesn't really matter to any of us. I can tell you that we all love old rock and roll, metal, punk, hardcore, psych, and blues. The list could go on for days. I think in some way, you could hear all of those influences in what we do.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. And then,
1: And then in reference to their live show, and this is the last thing I'll say before we go into the record, is that, He said, some places we play and it's a big drunken party with people dumping beer on themselves and throwing things and jumping off the stage. Other times, people just stand there banging their heads. Other cities, it's everyone giving us the middle finger because they hate us. (laughs) We've done some tours where we didn't really fit in with the other band, which is cool. I like doing it, but it makes every, every show an uphill battle, which is also good. It forces you to put your all into it. But yeah, we definitely played some shows where people were not into it at all. Uh, And that's what I was saying about like they've done some touring with some like different bands like Mm -hmm. like Doom Riders tours with like really has toured with like really aggressive hardcore bands. And it's like if you don't know what Doom Riders is. Yeah, that could probably be a big shock. Yeah, it's like a system
0: shock for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: it definitely. Um, All right, well, let's let's.
2: So let me let me interject here real quick before we jump into the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about their live show. I actually got a chance to see Doom Riders live. Nice. Oh shit! Where? Uh, at the Grog shop in Cleveland, uh, about a decade ago, they were direct support for Floor on their first tour back oh, after they got that's back together. Sick! It was beautiful. It was so good.
0: <laughs> Damn. I love that
1: band. Floor is so good.
0: Ah, oh, incredible! That's fucking sick.
2: Yeah,
1: they, I they played. Um, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I, I like Floor. They played Fest a bunch. That's all I was gonna say. Uh,
0: <laughs> for me, Doom Riders, like I definitely like you know had no preconceived notions going in aside from like this might be about uh vikings uh but <laughs> i upon the listening to the first song on the track i was like this makes me think of thin lizzy and kiss like yeah, it's like a it's absolutely. like a heavy version like a aggressive heavy not to say those bands aren't aggressive or heavy but like they 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 are st- they exist within the hardcore world, mm-hmm. but their influences are 100% out in the open, like not hidden at all. Like it, it feels like oh, yeah. it feels like, uh, you know, hardcore, a hardcore band or hardcore guys playing, you know, their take on fucking thin Lizzy. It made me think of made ready a lot. Yeah.
1: No, absolutely. Um, I was telling Greg this before we started recording. My coworker uh really, really likes this band. Mm-hmm. And we were talk we were talking about them, and I just like I I was talking about them and I was like, it just with the first song is literally like a thin Lizzie song, if <laughs> in a down tuning. You know right. what I mean? Like yep. it's like there's like fucking dueling guitar leads. There's there's a it's like a rock feel to yep. it, even though it's like way more aggressive than anything thin lizzie would ever do but it's like it's like that you're hitting the nail on the head with a thin lizzie
0: you've got the old school psychedelic fuzzy bass too like just this Mm -hmm. chunk this chunky fuzzy bass but it's not like too gross it's still like you know sound Mm -hmm. it still sounds like a bass but it's just real like yeah no like soaked in fuzz it's good but anyway, yeah. So I was very pleasant, I was very pleasantly surprised uh,
1: when they when the record started. I was like, oh shit. Honestly, honestly, Jeff, I, I as soon as I heard this first song, I was like, I think Jeff's gonna like this. Yeah, record. I know. As soon as I heard the
0: first song, I was like, Jeremy's gonna think that I'm gonna like this record. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Greg's like, I don't know what either of them think, but I fucking love this record.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was keeping my fingers crossed. Greg, what
1: if we had come? Okay, hold on. Here's a hypothetical. What if we had come on and be like, Greg, I know you wanted to come on this re- this uh, episode because you like this record, but I fucking hate this album.
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I don't know. I can't remember if I mentioned this to you, Jeremy, but uh, the first episode I saw right after I found out about the podcast was the I Hate You discography. And I Hate You is like one of my favorite 90s hardcore bands. Oh, no. And I listened to it and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Did we not like that one? Jeff, I don't I have no Jeff, idea. Jeff,
1: we we did not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Literally well, Greg, 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 this podcast is like a fever dream to me. I don't do any of the research. I don't set up any of the anything. Uh I listen to the record, talk about it, and then forget exactly everything. So People will talk to me online and be like, hey, blah, blah, blah about this band. And then I have to go listen to the episode and be like, what did I say about it? <laughs> what band? did I, I say? Fucking, I don't fucking know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. In, in closing, this could have happened if I had found the show a little earlier. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny.
1: Yeah. I not I don't I did not hate I hate you by any I I would I would say there's only one record we've done that I do not like at all. Uh, and that is not the, I hate You record. Bare, so. It's bare skin.
0: <laughs> it's, it's bare skin by, uh, oh shit. Hell child. Hell child. That band from Japan. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Jeremy hates it. Uh,
1: anyways, <laughs> I don't really, um, I don't really love it. But yeah, but Jeremy hates it. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that record. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know we normally like wrap up at the end of talking about the record, but like. This was a genuinely surprising, like, good fucking time of a record, and I really did enjoy it. Mm. Um, I re- Black Thunder, the first song, uh, is in my favorite songs of the record. It's not my favorite favorite. I I am tr- I'm like torn between either ride or uh, uh, ride or die or uh, the chase. I think the chase might take it, okay. uh, which is track nine. Um, I fucking love the intro of the chase um it's like super cool and like different strumming patterns and heavy and slow it's almost like a sabbath-esque riff um it's definitely not like thin Lizzy. you know what i mean and then i i don't know it just like i really like that song a lot um but i also really like ride or die which is the third song on the record jeff if you remember this one it's the one that just has the slow kick drum for like 10 seconds of, and nothing but that mm-hmm. and then the bass comes in it just seems like such a cool song to see live mm-hmm. like it would just be like a like it would just be like maybe they play it like third or fourth and you just hear that fucking kick drum just boom boom and it like coming in it'd be so fucking cool um i will say in the, also in that song "Write or die there's this like big part in the middle where they they yell out the lyrics, ride or die, and it goes into this really cool, slow, heavy part with this solo over top of it. Man, the songwriting, like, I mean, like, like the literal, like, way the songs go back into choruses or go back into verses or whatever is, like, really well done on a lot of these songs. I like
0: mm-hmm. it a lot. I just think it's really cool that they have a lead guitarist who should, in the credits, be labeled as lead guitarist. Because like there are <laughs> yeah. there it's like nonstop you know like there are leads nonstop and it might be multiple guitars I don't know, is there one guitarist or two? There's two. two, Yeah, like so. So I, th- I feel like they go back and forth, but like you know in the in the liner notes it should say lead and rhythm next to both of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> like one of those. Yeah, I want to say
1: that um, uh, Nate Newton, who who's the vocalist, he's also a guitarist, but I, he probably does most of the rhythm because you're doing vocals. Mm-hmm and then there are other guitars probably doing a lot of the leads um, Greg what what would you say your favorite song on this record is
2: it's so funny because uh, I do feel like you know you guys are really hitting the nail on the head with it you know as far as like a lot of the influences like you hear a lot of Thin Lizzy a lot of Kiss I hear a lot of like Caius and like a lot of that desert rock stuff from like the oh, late 80s early 90s in it yep. but I mean uh, a the, lot of the that, one that, influence... that, pe- that peyote soaked rock oh yeah <laughs> For yeah. sure, the one influence I think is just unmistakable is just Danzig is through this whole fucking record. One hundred percent for me, I think like and Midnight Eye I think is like really where you hear that where it's like super yeah. bluesy and like kind of chilled out, but it's still kind of heavy. So yeah. I, th- that's the one that like I think I go back to the most. Like that song I, is so good. I
0: love I love uh, the way that he says Midnight Eye because it sounds like he says Midnight Hour. Which sounds like Billy Idol, uh yeah like, at first he's like, A midnight eye, and then I saw in the notes in the in the notes, Jeremy said that his roommate or his old roommate or his bandmate uh was like, Who was it? who was
1: it that said, It was my roommate Sarah <laughs> uh Sarah yeah Sarah, Sarah I thought it was
0: Joey, but it was Sarah. That was like, is this a Billy Idol? Is this a Billy Idol cover?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legitimately, like I was listening to the, it, it today in the living room while they were here working and they just like look up and I'm like, is this a Billy Idol cover? And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it totally sounds like him.
0: I think my, um, I think, also I think my, it is f- go ahead.
1: I was just real quick. I was just going to say you, you hit it. You said uh, Danzig. Mm-hmm. I was like, this song is why Danzig liked this band. Oh, uh, for it sure. It fucking sounds like Danzig 100%. <laughs> I really like number uh, 11.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I really like number 11, Drag Them Down. Uh, mm-hmm. I that's like, a good one. I like the lyrical mm-hmm. content too, where he's like, when you fucking go, you take them with you. Like, if you're going to go, that's it's cool. take them with you. Sick. You want to talk about some Viking shit? There you go. Yes. Yeah, it's like, if, <laughs> if you're going to go down, fucking take them with you. And
1: I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking speaking of lyrics man the lyrics on this record like i liked them a lot it's they good. were very like uh they were they were not so the last record we covered modern life is war it was very like like interpersonal and poetic and oh, da, yeah. da, da and like like passionate but this is like nothing like that but equally as cool these are it, class, like very, these
0: are classic heavy metal lyrics
1: yeah so like, like <laughs> Like this fucking song uh uh at the last song uh Sirens, sirens. it had it has the lyrics are just like this really cool like repetitious thing where he repeats the line under the raging sea sirens call out to me and then he does like a different line every time mm-hmm. afterwards but then he'll come back under the raging sea sirens call out to me there's like all these references to horses on the whole record <laughs> you know what i mean like and then oh the album art just real quick <laughs> is this it's sick i don't even know it's amazing
0: it's a (laughs) pegasus a dark pegasus
1: yeah it's like (laughs) fucking it literally looks like it'd be spray painted on the side of a van what are those invisible horses
0: what are those oh it would be on the side of a van what are those invisible (laughs) flying horse things from harry potter
1: that the the, the, the one
0: the one girl can see i don't know Vestrels, i think they're called yeah yeah
1: But yeah, this thing—it literally looks like it was spray painted on the side of a van, or it's on like a back patch
0: of a jean jacket, like like on the hood of a T bird. Yes,
1: (laughs) no, a a Firebird. Firebird, yeah, Yeah. not a T bird. A bird would never. No, (laughs) not the thing that your daddy takes away. (laughs) Um. Apparently, this art was actually done by their bass player Jeb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he painted it. Uh, and I was like, Yeah, he fucking painted this. He spray (laughs) painted it. It's so ridiculous on the the side of his van. it's because it's got. <laughs> he could be so lucky. Yes. <laughs> uh, is It's got a horse, and there are just tons of fucking references to horses in this whole goddamn album. And the whole album as a whole feels like it just gallops. The whole, like, mm-hmm. there's like this galloping feel throughout the whole record. So it's like Doom Riders, you know, it makes sense to the lyrics. It makes sense to the fucking album art. It makes sense to the fucking way the music is written.
0: I don't think that there's a deep hidden connection between lyrics about horses and gallop riffs. I don't think, no, I things...
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's what they're going for chair. I'm saying that it's, I'm not saying it's intentional. I'm saying that it's cool. Okay. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> all right. It's a nice uh, coincidence. Another, yeah. It's a cool coincidence. Uh, a another cool incident really is in the, um, uh, second, song the long walk um yeah it tells this really cool story it's like it's just like no walls no fence keeps us inside held captive by the snow and the ice surrender your hopes succumb to your fear no one escapes we will all die here i think it's Uh, it might be that was just a
0: it might be in reference to the stephen king story the long walk which is about a a group of people think about that a group of people on the long walk also the long walk is the thing that the head justices do in uh in the judge dread comics or also the movie. Like if they like when they're done being a judge, they uh, go out into the wastelands. They leave the safety of the city to and bring justice to the unjust. Oh, weird. Yeah. Ooh, well, I mean, they than- just go, it's, well, they basically go out there to die, but you know, they just, instead of like dying of old age, they like go out into the wasteland and fuck a bunch of, you know, Raiders up and then die. But it's called the long walk. Anyway, that's fine. Let me hang on it. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just just I, think I, about uh, it. Just yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it. I was drinking some water. No, it's fine. Fuck you. Judge Dredd uh gets stripped no, okay. gets okay. stripped okay. Okay. of all of his uh accoutrement and the <laughs> head judge. Uh instead, all right. instead of listen hey, of listen up, listen up the head judge inst- instead I want to talk. of death penaltying, penalty-ing him, <laughs> steps
1: down and goes on the long walk. Alright, listen up. I'm gonna talk about the song Listen Up. Alright, all right. here we go. I'm gonna talk, oh, you about, talk about some
2: fantastic lyrics. Alright, let's talk
1: about songs. <laughs> yes, let's talk about
0: song seven. Fuck this shit. Uh <laughs>
1: all right that one's good but listen up I think beats it man like it's got a really uh, (laughs) it's got a great great set of lyrics the whole song it says one line and it's get off my fucking back
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's so sick because when I was looking around at stuff about this I found like a brief interview with Nate and he was just like yeah when I write lyrics I just think like what's universal I fucking hate school I fucking hate work and I was like I like that it's sick you could definitely add dad to the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Get you, Mark. I'm a real dad. Dad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Get off my fucking back. Dad.
1: Dad. Um, also, I, also notes, it's also... listen
0: up exclamation point. Exclamation point. The oh, double yeah. exclamation. <laughs>
1: um I, I did write down in the, my notes there, I was like, this song almost feels like a downtuned kiss song. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, there are some um, there are some riffs that that are like a slowed down down tuned detroit rock city mm-hmm. like 100 yeah <laughs>
1: um i would say overall i like i said i really enjoyed this record honestly like the if i had to if i had to pick kind of like my one uh negative is it, it, uh i i i did not like the song midnight eye <laughs> okay uh um it's it's I think it's too long Mm -hmm. um and it just like it's not that it's slower it's not that it's softer or whatever it's just like it's like the i think it's the longest song on the record it's almost it's pushing six minutes and it's just like if it had been maybe four minutes and they had just you know cropped a little bit out of it or cut a little bit out of it or whatever it could have been a better song i just think it was like that song like slowed the record down in a way for me that i i didn't really like but it made up for it by track seven and eight, Um, uh, Fuck This Shit and Worthless, both being like high speed or like, like, you know, more upper, wow, well, what am I say? More upbeat mm-hmm. uh, and fast songs, like high energy where it was like back to back right there. So I was like, I felt like in terms of album flow, it still works really well. I felt like the, the
0: clean vocals on uh, Midnight Eye uh, made me think of like, early 90s to mid 90s like not grunge but like alternative rock that came from grunge or was adjacent to grunge like bush uh like mm-hmm. those kind of sure. those kind of clean vocals which i'm super into so like I, I was excited to hear them and i wasn't and i was surprised to hear them uh there's a lot of vocal range on this record like they kind of they kind of do a bunch of different stuff which is cool all right. Yeah, fuck no, yeah. Let me like, hang on it. All right. <laughs> I, was, I, I, yeah. I think that, I think there might be a lag actually. Uh, so I'm saying something, There is. I, and
1: that's what I was about to say is I, I was, I'm yeah. saying
0: things and then like six seconds later, someone Just responds crickets. and I'm like,
1: fuck. All right.
0: I got a COVID-19 shot today. What? <laughs> Thanks Jeff. How's that for a segue?
2: It's great. Uh, Just let him ruminate on it. <laughs> do you,
1: is it, did you get a... Uh, Pfizer. The, so the one shot.
0: That's what they, I thought, but I got to go back in three weeks and get another one.
1: Okay, then maybe, oh, the Johnson, Johnson and Johnson, and Johnson is, that's the, the, yeah. is the one shot. That's right. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, it's, the Pfizer one is better because it's, it's, uh the two shots makes it more like, Instead of being like eighty-five percent chance of getting it, it's like like basically ninety-nine percent of chance of not getting it. Mm-hmm. So it's a better it's a better system. It does just like yeah, I'm you have to get two shots
0: eligible to get it because people in my city who are eligible to get it are not. So they <laughs> opened it up to other people for fear of having to destroy unused doses. Yeah, you don't want to do that. How That's wild. stupid
1: is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's real dumb. Um. Well, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get it soon myself. Honestly. Yeah. Same um, here. Well, let's get back. Uh. Okay. So, I will say I wanted to mention that the, uh, the record was recorded at God City by Kurt Ballou Uh. And uh, like, like we said right at the beginning of the episode, the whole thing was done live, and I think it really does do this band a great service to Absolutely. have done that absolutely Uh, it is a great sounding record and it does sound um like they did capture a good live feel i uh i think that
0: uh it was the correct choice as well uh but i i really want this art airbrushed (laughs) onto a tank top at the beach yes (laughs) yes
1: Like, go to the, the go to the state fair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: I, I would wear uh, an airbrushed tank top of this.
2: Uh, <laughs> Here's what absolutely. I want. I okay. want there to be like a state fair where this is airbrushed on like a big plank of wood and you can put your head on the Reapers oh, like in like oh, where, your, where his face is. Yeah. That's what I want. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> That make, sounds awesome. All right, we're, all right, we're
0: making it. <laughs> I'm calling Jeb. He's going to make it happen. Yep, yep. This is happening. <laughs>
1: yeah. What's Jeb doing? He's tattooing. He, can, he has time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, all right, well, I mean, just like, yeah, like overall, like I said, I really enjoyed this record. I didn't have a lot of negatives. Um. I will, you know, the, the big songs for me are uh, Black Thunder, Ride or Die, and The Chase. I think those are going to get mixed into my, like, you know, I I might put it into like a, a mix that has maybe some sleep or some mm. uh torch. I don't know, that just like that kind of like not that those bands exactly sound like this, but just like that kind they all have this groove to them and they're all like heavier in non-traditional ways. And it's just like it'll fit right in for me and it, it is stuff that I'm really excited to keep revisiting over and over again.
0: I also love that the D of Doom Riders is like this like little Grim Reaper head.
1: Oh, on so the album sec. art? Yes. Oh shit, it is. I didn't even sick. I didn't even notice that. it's sick. That is really cool. I did yeah, just I so- also
0: just noticed that Death has this fucking lightning bolt in his hand,
1: uh which is sick. Just grabbing <laughs> lightning. Yeah. Um I will say that this album art uh it looks nothing like any of their other album art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like Greg, you know what I'm talking about like the the next two records are very serious looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That,
0: those are the ones that I was familiar with like seeing ads for. I was like 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 bloody, blood-dripping axe,
2: you know, like dude on a horse kind of thing. Yeah, this one's more like I, I think it's like an old whitest kids you know sketch where it's like, all right, I want a tattoo, and it's Tasmanian Devil. He's playing a flying B <laughs> guitar and he's on a motorcycle, but he's also yeah. on a surfboard. Like <laughs> that's kind of what this album art is.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh Greg, what would you say that? Like what? What Doom Riders record is your favorite record by them?
2: It's got to be this one. Um, I, yeah. I, I almost feel like Darkness Come Alive and Grand Blood are almost too cohesive and mature. Uh, Whereas this one, like, you know, like the influences are kind of all over the place, but it still works. The lyrics are like kind of goofy, but you're still like, fuck, yeah, like I love these. Um, And maybe it's just like a, you know, a nostalgic thing where like this was the first stuff I had heard of theirs. Um, And, you know, like obviously those other two records are great. But, you know, this one, I I think just kind of, you know, it, it it covers more of an umbrella, but like in a good way oh absolutely well in
0: uh in, in retrospect in my very tired brain i was remembering a molly hatchet album cover with a guy on a horse with a bloody axe ah uh, okay <laughs> that makes way right. more sense right. <laughs> but it looks like it could be a doom Riders album oh absolutely Oh, yeah
1: I, I, absolutely <laughs> Yep. um but yeah like uh you know, we're going to be covering this band quite a few more times. I'm uh, excited
0: for it. I'm not, you know, sometimes we're like, all right, <laughs> we're going re- you know to we're going to revisit this these motherfuckers, but no, uh, uh I'm excited to hear those records.
1: Yeah, like there's uh two more full links. like you said Darkness comes alive and Grand Blood. They also did a few splits and I know at least one of those is on Death Wish. I think it's the one with uh with Disfear. Yeah. Sick. Uh so we so we will be covering that one as well. They also did one with like coliseum and boris mm-hmm. as well that was really cool fucking
2: that um, that's nuts
1: <laughs> like, yeah. yeah there's uh they did,
2: i think they did one with these arms are snakes where they did danzig covers or maybe what? that was the coliseum oh, one and then there's Sick. another one where i think they cover like gates of steel and girl you want by Devo or something like wow. that <laughs> i've never heard those but that sounds incredible yeah that sounds really cool um well all right uh i think it's thumbs up all around I think it is. I think it's
1: definitely a thumbs up all around. All right. Well, let's um, let's move on to uh, what we've been listening to Um, this week. uh, I'm going to sound a little bit like a a repeating record. Uh, That new regional justice center record came out Mm -hmm. this week or last week. And it's real fucking good. (laughs) Um, The singles were real good. And the full record is real good. Uh, Be sure to check it out. It's a fucking killer, killer, like, heavy, intense, power, violence, grindy record. Um, And then on the opposite end of stuff, uh, I I really like this band called Old Soul. They're kind of, um, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Not, they're, they're kind of like indie pop but it's still guitar driven. Um, They're on uh, a counterintuitive record. It's real good shit. They just put out a single off of a new seven inch they have coming out. I really enjoyed that. They were one of the last shows I saw before the world ended last year. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Uh, So they've been like stuck in my head. Uh, And then lastly, what I've been listening to is a uh, coworker of mine named Quinn um, who is in that band uh, Pez, Jeff, you know, Pez. Oh yeah. Um, He is in another band called gimme. Mm hmm and gimme put out a new seven inch this year uh and called annihilate and i've been listening to that it's like snotty punk hardcore Mm -hmm. um it's really good stuff it's also got members of uh 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 well it's got this dude named james who's in who was in bane and he's in loma Prieta and he was in oh yeah it's
0: the the guy that owns the record store right
1: yeah the guy who owns tiger records in jacksonville Yeah. yeah he um He's in that band. He plays bass, and also their guitarist runs uh, Warhorse Recordings in town, which does like all the the Florida hardcore bands and stuff. But yeah, they're just like a snotty hardcore punk band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out a new seven inch this year. It's called An Eye. That's really good. But that's that's basically what I've been listening to. What about you, Jeff? Uh, I have been listening to
0: uh, this past week. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on episodes of the Chad Show, which is. Uh, A podcast, uh, our friend Chad Shepard does where uh, I think it originally started out as uh, the joke was that, you know, the Internet hates Chad's and he's there to prove that Chad's are cool, too. Uh, But it's really just like a time capsule into. Like Chad's been in the punk scene for probably 20, 25 years at this point, and like there are just so many stories that they tell on that podcast that are just so funny. They're just like ridiculous shit that they've gotten into over, you know, over the course of their careers, like being on tour or whatever. And like, mm. like some of them, I'm just like, Oh Jesus, like that's <laughs> terrifying. Uh, I would not tell that to the world. Uh, but it's, it's, it's fun to listen to. Uh, I've also been, uh, going through and listening to a bunch of Everclear. Uh, <laughs> i
1: love that band <laughs> yeah, it's a good band everclear is a good yeah. band
0: and then uh today uh world peace put out a fu- a fucking yeah. full length and it is so good talk about grind like power violence like it's mm. fucking s- mm, mwah, mwah. it's <laughs> fucking sick uh I'll have to check it out. yeah you should it's called come and see which I think is like a fucking metal ass name for a record. That's a pretty good Oh like, yeah. C- come and see. That shit is sick. But it's good. <laughs> um Greg.
2: Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback uh, that regional justice center yes that's so good what ian is doing with power violence and like in the now times is incredible because it kind of got a little formulaic like i've actually kind of had like a you know on and off like semi-active power violence project that i've been doing for the last nine years and Mm -hmm. i'll admit even the shit i write is formulaic compared to what regional justice (laughs) center is doing um so yeah that record's incredible that new world Peace is just super intense you would think a a a band that doesn't have a guitar player would not sound as huge as that recording does, but Jesus Christ, it's so good. It's fucking Um, stupid. Also, uh, the new God's hate came out today. I listened to that at work. Oh yeah. I saw that.
0: I haven't heard it yet
2: though. I wanted to bench press my desk the the entire time I, uh, I listened to it. (laughs) Yep. And, uh, Finally, uh something that's been out for a couple of weeks. Um uh the Chicago hardcore band Porcupine put out a new uh single sided twelve inch on new Morality's oh, called shit. the Sybil. And it's it's incredible. If you like stuff like, you know, obviously Converge, um Shack, Dead Guy, um, you know, very likely. I'm, not, like, I'm noisy. not familiar
0: I'm not familiar with Porcupine at all, actually. I've never heard of that band.
2: Yeah, they're they're pretty incredible. They've got like a couple splits and EPs. They just did a cassette split with uh, Prison Suicide from Michigan, where they covered uh, Swans and Sick. maybe Suicide or something like that. They picked some like really wild covers to do. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty incredible. Their singer is actually going to be uh, on an episode of Neon Braniacs coming up this Wednesday. So oh, see, uh, you know, it's kind of a, kind <laughs> That's of a awesome. double double plug there.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> that works. Hell yeah. Well cool. Um all right, well let's uh let's move on to You know what time it is? Time for some listener shit. Listener shit section. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Here thanks. we are. Um thanks Drew. Thanks Drew. Uh I got a couple pieces. First off, I wanted to mention uh Greg I wanted I wanted you to say you're you had a couple of listeners reach out about some trucker hats.
2: <laughs> yes. So uh, I did post uh, that I was going to be on here uh, this afternoon and we had uh, not one but two of our listeners, including a friend of the show, Sam, uh, who basically were like, hey, I don't have a question. But I just wanted to point out I had a Doom Riders hat and I fucking love it. <laughs> and I was I'm like, so, so, that. so jealous of that. I'm a
0: sucker for a trucker. And uh, <laughs>
2: hey,
0: that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. But uh, I, I would, yeah, I like trucker hats. And uh, that
1: sounds like a a really targeted advertisement shirt. I'm a sucker for a trucker.
0: Mm. Oh, like <laughs> yeah, one like of those that. like
1: facebook shirts
0: yeah like yes i am a sucker for a trucker (laughs) and i am a meemaw not granny
1: exactly exactly and my husband thinks i'm crazy but i'll kick your ass and we still take (laughs) our
0: shoes off and pray at lunch at my house (laughs) jesus bought me this shirt yes jesus bought me this shirt oh shit oh
1: shit uh and well the the (laughs) Uh, Greg, we're, we're
0: we're in a band called Machinist, and yes. we, for the longest time, our friends and family and fans or whatever people that we knew on on Facebook would, ev- I mean, it happened to me like multiple times a week. Multiple people times, would send yeah. me screenshots of this fucking targeted ads that they were getting about machinists, not machinist oh. the band. But machinists, because Facebook was like, oh, they like machinists. They must like machinists. So like they would it would be like shirts that were like retool your love life. Sleep with a machinist. Oh, my.
2: (laughs) So naturally, all of your merch looks like that, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah, of course. So everybody, you know, I kept
0: getting tagged and they're like, look at this. I was like, I fucking saw it. I saw it. Thank you.
2: Love a good (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, all right so we have uh uh Bela C right in what snake do you think you could outrun none <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, uh, I don't I think,
2: think there's many things I could outrun period
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I could outrun uh <laughs> Maybe like a python? Because they're real big. Yeah, but are they fast? I don't think they're fast. They don't need to be fast. No?
2: I mean, that's incentive for you no. to be fast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I will fucking eat you. What's that? What's that?
0: What's what's that big? What's that snake that Conan cuts in half in the first one? When he's like, mm. down, he's down in the pit and there's that huge snake. And uh, I don't know. You're, don't you're like, damn, that's a big. Oh, he killed it.
1: is it it an anaconda it's a it's not a real snake it's just some it's a prop snake but like Uh, I will say that movie anaconda that fucking snakes fast yeah fast as shit
0: fucking (laughs) spits John Void up and he winks Yep, dumbest thing. Yeah, they, made
1: a, <laughs> Dude, they so, made a sequel to that a couple years ago. Anaconda
0: does. There, there are several sequels to Anaconda. Oh God, there are several sequels to Anaconda, and there is a crossover film with Lake Placid. Uh
2: huh. Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. We all asked for that. Yep. <laughs> I definitely prayed for it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: God. Lake. 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 All right. Lake Placid is so good, and it has like seven sequels, and they're so bad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the buddy, com- the buddy
0: comedy of Oliver Platt and Brendan Gleeson is genius. It's genius.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Well, I will say uh, I did find out a weird fact that apparently if you put a snake on like satin, like a piece of satin fabric, they cannot find grip and oh. they just kind of fucking move. Hmm. They, they, they will not move forward because of the way. It's, I don't know how snakes work. <laughs> <laughs> so if you put Satan on satin. Yeah, if you put Satan on satin, you got the old classic Satan on satin combo. There we go. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah.
0: Like no, <laughs> like that's why uh hail satin, you know. That's why exorcism <laughs> rites involve satin sheets.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Thank All you, right. Baylor <laughs> for that. Uh last piece of listener shit. We have uh, on Instagram at Trailer Thrash Vinyl, (laughs) uh, which I really liked, uh, (laughs) wrote in and said one of two things, wanted to tell us uh, that we were 100 percent correct last episode, that George from Blacklisted is, in fact, the best lyricist of all time. True. So amazing lyricist. Absolutely. Uh, And I just wanted to bring that up. And the second thing they said, have you uh, heard
0: you just just
1: saying <laughs> close second i'm i'm just saying <laughs> jeff this is a question for you oh specifically. shit for me from who from uh, you from, s- from that person from from trailer thrash okay they wanted to know when you said oh no i don't remember uh, <laughs> well i'll tell you the line <laughs> okay okay, the line. okay okay uh you said i can't believe this is in reference to watching modern life is war uh And Luke had said, yeah, he would watch them like from the side stage. And You're like, I can't believe you watch them side stage. That shit would be insane. Did that mean it would either be insane to see that perspective of people just losing it and crawling up over each other? Or do you mean it would be insane to watch side stage instead of in the pit? Because that's lame.
0: I meant it would be amazing to have that perspective.
1: Just like the first, the first, the first one. Yeah, That's I a good figured angle. as much, but I, I, I just figured I wanted to ask on the on air to throw it out there. Oh no. It's like,
0: no! I mean like, I I think it would be cool. Like honestly, like for me at this point in my life, at this juncture in my life, I don't want to be in front of modern life is war when modern life is war <laughs> is modern life is warring. Yeah. I would not like to be there. Uh, I think
1: the the last time I was in front of a band while they were in, while they were banding was like like this kind of craziness was Comeback Kid at Fest. I
0: don't want to talk two, about it. Two
1: years ago. I'm sorry, Jeff. It's the it's what I have the reference. <laughs> I had someone jump on my head and like I was like I haven't this hasn't happened in five years. I think What's it was I think that
0: was me. Uh, I think for me it was maybe Iron Reagan uh, at Fest a couple oh, years ago good- when they fucking like dude was like fuck donald trump fuck the republican party fuck nazi and i was like oh my god this is an os rotten cover fuck Nazis everything. Shit. and i just like <laughs> lost my goddamn mind i was like was matt so cool. and he was like what and
1: i was like <laughs> uh well anyways uh thank you thrash, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for writing in but yeah um, i would i would
0: definitely uh it would be insane
1: to be on the side stage of modern life as yeah, absolutely. watching absolutely um well let's move on uh so just so you guys know we do have a patreon uh, we'll make this real quick. We got a bunch of bonus episodes. We do two a month. $5 gets you access to every one of those, plus all the ones that we are going to do from now and forever. Yep. Uh, two, two, uh, two a month. This month's episodes will be covering the records that got us into hip-hop. One of them I'm looking forward to. The other one I am not. <laughs> <laughs> those records are going to be... What's the Eminem? Which one? The
0: M the M&M Show. The Eminem Show mm. by Eminem. And, That's my choice. I was I, anyways. And the Riddle Box by Insane Clown Posse. <laughs>
1: yes, there you go. Riddle box. Can you guess which one I don't want to do? <laughs> it, I would like uh, to. Anyways. I would like to
0: remind you, our guest and our listeners, that that record is seventy minutes long. Seventy Why? minutes long. <laughs> seventy minutes long. <sighs> also but there yeah, listen, also listen. there is an edgar Allan poe themed song called old evil eye well can't can't looking forward to that can't, aren't you wait i listened to it the other night and let me tell you it's something
1: uh five bucks a month uh get you access to that here hear the torture that I am subjecting on my own self. Uh anyways. I un-
0: I am putting a challenge to you, Jeremy. What's
1: that? Get in touch with Violent J. Uh, all right. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> I know I can't get I guarantee could not get in touch with Eminem. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could get in touch with violent J. I think I might be able to. He talks a lot. He's friendly. I'll try. I'll reach out. They're both. Maybe we'll get them on the podcast. And Maybe then, the...
0: and then, we use him to get in touch with Eminem because they're both yes. from Detroit. They're they know each other. Yep that's how it works I don't think they they, like each other no they they haven't they haven't put out diss diss tracks towards each other I Uh, I definitely I definitely have a very clear memory of Insane Clown Posse having a song somewhere on some record called Slim Anus oh who could forget oh
1: I I didn't know
2: (laughs) but now you won't forget now I do
1: now I will not forget you're absolutely right (laughs) (laughs) anyways next episode Ooh, we're going to be covering another converge record jeff oh shit which one this one's a long one though because this one is a compilation record of two different lps Mm. nice uh we're going to be covering petitioning forever Uh which is a compilation record of petitioning petitioning the empty sky and when forever comes crashing the two LPs that I think Equal Vision put out, they put them right. out as a joint package through Deathwish to reissue them. We have so not we covered. Covering... We have not covered any of this music as of yet. We have not covered any of these songs, so there'll be all new converged material for the podcast. Um, I definitely got in contact with the with a member, so that'll be Ooh. maybe we'll have some insights. That's nuts. Yeah, you know. Uh, Greg. Greg, anyways greg thank you so much for
0: coming on our podcast
2: thank you thank you for putting up with our fuckery and our bullshit (laughs) uh this was this was a total blast i i love the show so it was definitely a lot of fun to come on and just kind of goof around thank you so much so
1: sweet of you to say (laughs) thanks greg um
0: what do you got uh, what's uh what, what do you got going on yeah um well what are you uh, doing what, how are you what, uh, what, am I, what what am i doing here uh greg so, greg,
1: uh, greg it,
2: birds for hands yes. or fish for feet
1: <laughs> don't we're not doing that
2: birds for hands or fish for feet greg choose wisely hot shot um <laughs> birds for hands we'll, well i'm just i'm just gonna right god damn right that's the right answer for that's hands. the right answer greg i don't like anyways don't greg, like what, what do you what do you got going on um so if if Neon Brainiac sounds like something you'd be interested in. Uh, we it put does. out new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, I think uh, at the time of this recording, we've got close to uh, 185 episodes. So uh, I'm, I'm sure we've done something that you like. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like I said, this Wednesday uh, we're going to be covering the movie Possession uh, by Andre Solowski with uh, Dawson for Porcupine. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you can find it wherever you find this podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, if do I can you... plug some kind of uh, semi-active bands, uh, I, play uh, yeah, a, uh, I play in like a grunge metal band with uh, my Neon Brainiacs co-host called Pummeled. Um, oh. You can find that on Bandcamp. We've put out a couple of EPs. And um, I also do a semi, you know, the regular uh, straight edge power violence band called Rabid Pigs. Uh, you can find that on on Bandcamp as well.
1: Oh yeah. Um, awesome.
0: Uh, have you start, done an episode on uh, disturbing behavior
2: starring Nick Stahl? Uh we have I've actually never even seen that, but what unfortunately I think that's what fuck? like 97, 98. Uh, oh, okay, okay. You only do 80s. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I am curious All to watch right. that though, because I, I you it, it, know it's uh, good. I, I have talked about the flies, got you where I want you on uh, more than one occasion. So mm. <laughs> Greg. I knew we were going to be friends. <laughs> Here's a funny um, story. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I saw the flies in uh, the year 1999 at a radio festival, and that was the first time I ever saw boobs uh, in, in real life because they brought out a bunch of topless women when they played Got You Where I Want You. <laughs> Listeners,
1: Jeff just took off his glasses uh, in total total shock.
0: <laughs> That's uh, That's a story I have. <laughs>
1: That's when Greg I don't, became a man. No, I
0: don't care about the boobs part. <laughs> I saw the flies. That's what the you really flies. care about. <laughs> Holy that's shit. That's all I remember. Holy
1: shit. That's that's
0: fucking sick.
1: I love that. Uh, hey, speaking of fucking sick, you know what else is fucking sick? Rating and reviewing the podcast. <laughs> Not nice. as good. That was good. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh seemed very seemed very genuine. <laughs> Please subscribe and review the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that, all that, it all, it all helps.
0: It really does. It, it really it does. Genuinely,
1: actually helps. It will. We're number one in Finland music commentary podcast. All right. Yes. Very specific. Uh, the, the Finnish people—they love us. I. We need people
0: to counteract the out of touch musicians that we've pissed off um (laughs) so please uh we have done that yeah please do some nice things and say some nice things and uh yeah it helps out anything helps just tell somebody about the podcast be like hey do you like listening to uh one guy make the other guy listen to insane clown posse
1: (laughs) who doesn't well man man i got a show for you all right <laughs> that's right all right thanks guys for listening and we'll catch you guys next week yo i am thanks a- again greg oh thank Take you you, greg
0: i am officially an adult now because i got into an argument with my neighbor today about neighbor <laughs> things i was like hey your dogs and she was like i'll fucking kill you
2: and i was like all right <laughs> wow that was an escalation <laughs> yeah i was like all right
0: that's that's firm but fair